Hey guys, I'm back. So as I mentioned in the last episode, I wanted to go ahead and do the Libra Wellness because I will be busy on Wednesday. Um, hashtag health <laughs> is what I usually do on Wednesdays. Like, um, you know, not only like self-care, but um, for other appointments that I have this week. So I'm going to go ahead and record the Wellness Wednesday Libra edition today on Tuesday. So it's going to be called Wellness Tuesday. (laughs) So um, as we all know that I usually pull from a book when it comes to this, Um, I do have plans because like I said, I am, I'm doing um, medical astrology. So I want to be able to get into like even nutrition and a whole bunch of stuff like even though um, I will probably obviously end the Sun sign series in, uh, what, I think Taurus season, because I, or no, I, I did Cancer, but I didn't do, like, the relationship thing, so I still have to make up Aries, Gemini, Taurus, and um, the relationship part, I believe, of Cancer, because it did not record when I tried to record it, and it was too late so but yeah we're going to be going into a lot more not just sun signs probably the next uh series we'll do is moons moon signs risings um elements I have things on a whole bunch of shit like seriously um I have another uh sexual one but it's more for women I guess uh it's more dedicated to women so you can always you know um put whatever you want in there because you know this is a we love everyone here no matter what man woman or who you identify with we love the lgbq community we love everybody so don't feel like uh, you're excluded because you're not this is a podcast of love so uh let's go ahead and jump into it i'm pulling from the book astrology uh for wellness by mont farber and amy zerner uh, star sign guides for body, mind, and spirit vitality. So I've done this before with others' uh, signs, and I just want to make a disclaimer that there are recipes in here, and I will not be giving them out. And as you guys, if you've listened to other episodes, you know why, because it's not fair to the authors of the book. Um, if you want the recipes, uh, please purchase the book. <laughs> um So let's go ahead and jump into the the Sun Sign Personality Profile. So, of course, it's the lovely, beautiful, amazing Libra season. So Libras, uh, let's see. I guess I'll go ahead and read their stats because everybody writes stats different. So as we know, planet is Venus, how we define and utilize beauty, element, air, symbol of ideas, intellect, and communication, quality, cardinal, goal-oriented, concern with initiating projects or being enterprising. Um, quick read is Libras are carnal air. They know how to be fair in relationships and will work for justice. They can be diplomatic as well as surprisingly aggressive. Don't forget it, guys. <laughs> Therefore, learning how to attain a balanced, harmonious approach to life is one of the most important lessons for Libra. Colors are light blue, royal blue, pastels. Uh, personal qualities, artistic, refined, poised, intelligent, and tactful. Keywords, partnership, union, sophistication, good taste, yin and yang. Balance, corporation, cooperation. Uh, fairness, quality control, aesthetics, harmony, romance, opinions, and diplomacy. Um, and it says, Libra natives are learning about the best uh, practice and pitfalls of the following char- characteristics. How to keep the desire for a balanced approach from leading to indecisiveness. <laughs> Check. <laughs> um, how to function alone if necessary as an essential ingredient for healthy partnerships. See? told you it's experience man um how to balance fairness with practical necessities of dealing with others how the definitions of art and beauty mean different things to each person how to relate to human full full bulls i don't know if i'm pronouncing this right and the preparation for execution of partnership 
how to remain calm and persevere even when events are inharmonious or threatening, how to fight for peace, love, and justice. Because in the name of the moon, I will punish you. I mean, that's just what it sounds like to me, so I just had to add that. Anyway, um, so Libra, those... Those whose goal is the resolution of conflict through compromise display the defined and diplomatic personality of the sign Libra. They constantly strive to balance the skills of justice regarding legal decisions and committed partnerships of all kinds. Libra is the only sign whose symbols is not a living being. Its symbol is the old-fashioned balance scale, the symbol of equal measure and justice. The time of Libra is is in the northern hemisphere when the harvest is brought in, weighed, and measured for sale against other years and other farmers. Perhaps this is why Libras are such an interesting mixture of refined judgment and fierce competitiveness. Libras are very partner-oriented and often find it difficult to function efficiently without one. It's not that they depend upon their partner for much. Libras need a partner so they can find out what they themselves think about something by bouncing it off of another person. This is true because we do ask, you know, like our friends and our partners, hey, what do you think? (laughs) Um, when they find a partner who is in this way enables them to feel the way they want to feel, they seek to make the partnership per- permanent. This often leads to partnerships that others have difficulty understanding. It also makes Libras very concerned with living up to the co- to the conditions of partnerships. This is the organ of contracts and, and the law itself and explains why Libras are often found in professions concerned with ensuring the correctness of people's behavior. Librans will work very hard to attain the goal of resolve com- conflict either through compromise and diplomacy or by fighting the good fight if they are forced to. They are constantly trying to balance the scales of justice regarding practically everything, and that can be very trying, not only on themselves, but also on those around them. Very true. Their desire to make the perfect decision can sometimes prevent them from acting decisively until it is too late to do so. The lesson for all Libras to learn is that there is an important reason why their judgment is not as refined, elegant, and accurate as they would like it to be. They have come into this world with the astrological sign Libra because they want to learn how to develop their judgment and become the best competitor for finer things in life. Libras hate anything that that consider not up to their standards and only want to be surrounded by the best. Librans too often allow themselves to be persuaded to abandon their own judgment and distrust their intuitions. It's like they allow the skills to be put out of balance just because they cannot believe that they arrived at a perfect solution, a solution coming from within themselves. Many Librans are constantly seeking advice, but then they waver uncertainly between an indistinctive faith in their own opinion and a fear that disaster awaits them unless they follow the advice of someone else. I don't know about following the advice of someone else, but I know that's the truth. Like we definitely have a inner thing of should we, should we not? Because we always think of like, well, if I do this and this could go wrong. If I do this and this, we always think of what could go wrong. And I think we need to focus on what could also go right. If they lose confidence in their own views and try to reconcile with what others may think, they can become confused, vulnerable, and aggressive. True. Lirin's mess up with letting their tendency to look for equal correctness of the opposite of what they are being told influence them too strongly. They will gain no points for coming up with the argument to the information being offered. This is not a contest between what they think and what this book says. They have to suspend their tendency to argue what they, which, with what they excuse me, are being told. The skills that symbolize Libra are a non-human device intended to indicate the relative weight or value of everything by attaining a position of rest, <laughs> excuse me, resolution, oh my god, and harmony. A skill even brought to a state of equilibrium is almost worthless. Libras have a natural affinity within the unseen intuitive side of life. With the exceeding rare and keen perception characteristic of the sign Libra, no human attainment is beyond their grasp. Remember, Libras are learning how to be fair and balanced. So, yes, Libras, we are very intuitive. Um, The problem is, if you don't do the work to learn to listen to it, you will ignore it, and then you will, I wouldn't say be doomed, but you'll make some fucking mistakes that you'll regret coming from someone who's done that before. You know, we always depend on logic and facts, you know, because, you know... 
it's all about, you know, like science and everything and all this stuff. And science is not always right. You know what I mean? I, you know, like I said, I had to learn that the hard way. And I've learned to work with my intuition and everything else. And life is just a lot more smoother with me doing that. You know, I noticed that whenever I do listen to my intuition, it never stirs me the wrong way. And you just also got to remember anytime you feel fear or anything else, that is not your intuition. It's fear. So anything that talks you out of like, basically, if you're trying to get a new job, it's just like, no, you're not going to be able to do this and that. That's not your intuition. That's just fear. That's the ego. So let's jump into wellness and fitness tips for each sign. And let's go ahead and jump over to Libra. Okay, so Libra, expecting a good life. Libras easily become forlorn whenever difficulties arise and can suffer from paralyzing indecision in their mental efforts to resolve problems. Yes, when Libras are unhappy, they tend to overeat in a misguided attempt to combat feelings of exhaustion, as if the wonderful food will instantly fuel them and get them back up to speed. They are happier and healthier when engaged in rewarding work. It can also take a great deal of effort for them to motivate themselves to exercise regularly. Libras have a generally strong constitution, but their kidneys and bladder may let them down later in life due to their fondness for luxurious whining and dining. A meditative, elegant exercise such as Tai Chi enhances a Libra's neuromuscular coordination, muscle isolation, and increased stability while improving their skill and posture. Libras are social, so they need a workout that allows them to see and be seen and even be heard, like skiing and the equally important press ski time. Anything involving balance is perfect for Libras, from skateboarding to TRX to boogie boards. Libra rules the kidneys, so Libras need plenty of pure water to keep them working properly. Cranberry or cherry juice can help this process. Deep tissue massages coupled with polarity work will also help Libra stay balanced. So yes, Tai Chi is recommended for our sign. Um, I have tried it. I enjoyed it. Um, I do agree as far as you notice how it said that Librans um, eat when we're um, depressed or something like that. Yeah, when we're unhappy. This is true, and I want to let you know from the medical, um, the medical astrology aspect, anything with Venus usually involves um, eating because it's pleasure. That planet represents pleasure and, you know, anything relaxing, stuff like that. So notice how there's two signs that have Venus in it. And notice how one of them is associated with food, Taurus. Taurans love to eat. <laughs> they love their fucking food. Um, that's a Venus quality. Libras, um, we love to eat when we're depressed, but we're, I would say we're more so of the sugar addicts. Um, anything that, you know, brings that pleasure, you know, too. Because have you ever noticed, I used to, I used to be an emotional eater um, when I was sad or stressed. And it'd always be like a cake, like a cupcake. Like when I was in college, uh, there was this cupcake shop <laughs> by the university. And so anytime I would have a test, I would go get me a cupcake because it would give me like that, like that relief feeling like, oh, everything's good in the world again. Uh, but then again, it would also make me crash, which I never then realized what was happening. That whenever you eat, it gives, you know, sugar gives you that quick burst of energy, but you also crash very hard. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, Venus people, we tend to love food and enjoy our food and take pleasure out of our food and take pleasures out of sugars and sweets and everything that makes us feel good. So we got to be careful of that because those type of signs are quite known to be um, over a little overweight or obese. They can become very obese. And Libra is definitely one of that. Because like we said, in medical astrology, when you have uh, Libra in your chart, especially if it's like Venus and sun sign and all that, you have the chance to be obese. And from someone who's gained a lot of weight from stuff like that, and then it's had to lose it and then gain it back and forth, um, you have to find balance within that. You can't allow your emotions to make you eat poor foods. You know, I'm someone who is suffering from, you know, like health issues because of like that kind of shit. You know, I had a point where, you know, I was just very um, 
depressed and I had to go uh, to get therapy and therapy taught me a lot and now I don't have that issue anymore so be careful Libras even Taurians you know because it can get ya okay so let's see the next one is the 12 cell salts disclaimer just because I tell you what cell salts they are I'm not telling you to go get them um they are part of homeopathic medicines. Um, it's your natural cell salts in your body. Um, so please ask a doctor before you use it. Um, I myself, um, I am pretty well trained in nutrition and how the body works. And um, so I know I use myself as a guinea pig when it comes to things that are, you know, like herbal or, you know, homeopathic slash holistic. I'm more of a holistic person. I enjoy it. It makes me feel better compared to doing shit that is man-made, unless it's like a life or death situation, um, as well as like shitty food that are frankenfoods. So um, take it with a grain of salt. You can, like I said, you can buy it, but if you're afraid, please ask your doctor. Do not take my advice. I do this myself. It's my body. I can do what I want when I'm with my body. But as for you guys, if you're afraid, um, like I said, or, you know, like you have any health conditions, please, please go to your doctor first. <laughs> Don't go off my advice. I'm just telling you from my experience. So Libra, our cell, our cell salt. It says Libra's personalities value harmony, balance, and fairness. They are very social work well in teams and avoid taking sides. Libra rules the kidneys, lower back, and adrenal glands. Libra's cell salt is the pH balancer, natrum phosphoricum, cell salt number 10, nat phos, is used for digestive issues, heartburn, GERD, and rheumatism, as it balances acidic conditions of the cells and blood. So I do take this. And from my experience, it helps. And I'm sorry if I yelled into the mic. But um, from my experience, it helps because I I did suffer with um, heartburn and shit like that. And of course, don't get me wrong, it's not the end-all cure-all because I not only took this, I also changed diet, my diets and realized what was causing me heartburn. And that had to be, you guessed it, sugars, cakes and all that kind of shit, sweets. So I've gotten rid of those and now I don't have those issues and I've been taking these, especially anytime I feel like I'm, you know, like kind of feeling that or if there's a food that I did eat that I've never eaten before that kind of gives me that, I take these and they help and I don't have issues. So, um, like I said, take it with a grain of salt, take it to your doctor. Don't take my advice for it, but it works for me. <laughs> All right. So healing crystals and power stones. Um, for Libra, ours is turquoise, <laughs> which is interesting because it's also a Pisces um, stone. But anyway, it says Libra for turquoise. And the reason why is, it says, one of the most ancient protection stones, turquoise, has long been used in sacred rituals associated with the sky energy because of, because of its color and because of its um, brings sky energy down to earth. Prized in Asian as well as Native American cultures, it is known as a mul multiple purpose stone, excellent for promoting a sense of self-awareness and the ability to communicate honestly and from the heart. The stone encourages creative thinking, as many do, but turquoise has the power to help channel that creative energy in a productive and useful way that benefits the user and the community as a whole. Turquoise is considered a lucky stone. It facilitates the attraction of abundance and prosperity. Turquoise has a balancing influence that assists decision-making and properties, including inducing mental relaxation, stress reduction, confidence, attunement, and physical well-being. The blue-green turquoise is a stone sacred to many cultures around the world. Use it when you feel the need to call on your spirit guides because you have reached an important time in your life or you are at a crossroads. Turquoise is helpful when you need to restore communication with your highest self and stimulate your development on the spiritual level. If this is true for you now, it is time to take action and restore your faith. Life often appears meaningless when our faith 
in the unseen um, forces that surrounded and sustain us in weak. Turquoise can help us not to distract by our sorrows. It can help restore our sense of humor so we can enjoy life's gifts as well as as well as its challenges, for we cannot have one without the other. Miracles can be seen every day. Turquoise is a favorite stone among metaphysical healers who believe that it has the power to energize the body and spirit as well as to balance right brain, left brain disparity. Turquoise's message, true communication is about more than words, and turquoise can help achieve this. Carrying a piece of turquoise will help keep you centered, and wearing it improves all the senses, including the sixth sense. Other good gemstones for Libra are diamond, <laughs> blue topaz, and lapetalite. Uh, lapetalite is one that I'm actually looking for because it's really good for like anxiety and everything. So, you know, us Librans can get anxious quite often. I currently, you know, like I say, I change my stones each time depending on what I'm feeling. And I was wearing a Laramar, which is also another, to me, I felt like that was a good one for Libra because it's um, the stone of like the sky and the sea. It's also good for water signs. Um, but it, um, I changed to what I thought I was getting was an amethyst because <laughs> uh, that's been the stone that's I've just been like really like connecting with and everything. But um, I... I managed to get an amethyrine, which is a amethyst and a citrine that grows together, which is amazing. And I didn't even know that that actually the zodiac sign for that is Libra. So I thought that was fucking awesome. Um, it's Libra and Pisces, um, because also as a Pisces moon, amethyst is our moon crystal. So it's like perfect. It it works for both for me. And I love it, you know. Um, I, you know, you can use, like I said, I like to use crystals. I don't use them for like future tilling or magic. I just love to wear things that come from the earth. It's a natural stone. Um, I'm not really into, you know, like fakey stuff that was, you know, I just like things that grew from the earth and, you know, I'm a huge nature buff and I just like to be as natural as possible. So yeah, I have it on a little choker. It's really cute. It's like kind of like in a little point, but it's very pretty. It's like purple with uh, some gold in it. It's very unique looking. Uh, again, it's called Amitrine if you want to look it up. Um, so, and I, I'm also into crystal healing as well. So that's the other thing because, you know, I'm on a healing journey. And so I'm trying to use anything like old school medicines from like thousands of years to help heal my body um, as well as I pray and everything um, too you know, so, you know, whatever you believe in, source, you know, whatever, I like to, you know, like, say God, um, I hope it's not offensive to anyone, but God, you know, he, he helps heal me, so I use that, and also medicines, I have, I ask him to lead me and guide me to the ways that will help me heal, and so that's what I do, and that's what has been working for me, so to each their own, um, so the next one is the astrology, aromatherapy, and sign sense. This is the one that has a recipe that, of course, I already mentioned that I will not give. But for Libra, it's faithfulness, partnership, and loyalty are essential to a Libra. They want to be surrounded by the best. Libra is an air sign, and ideas and happy thoughts are important to them. Cedar inspires steadiness for the sometimes indecisive Libra. For their refined taste and keen perceptiveness, we suggest loving and peaceful neroli, uh, also known as orange, orange blossom, and lavender. Lavender is one that I use. I love lavender to help in achieve balance and harmony and to enhance their appreciation of beauty. Rose is a relaxing, soothing, and helps to strengthen the Libran's inner being. Gentle but strong, it has an uplifting effect on the psyche and a balancing effect. Yeah, I love to use lavender. It's one of my favorite scents. And here we go for breakfast foods and snacks. Okay. So Librans are driven by the desire to bring beauty and harmony to their world and the and the world at large. They have refined tastes and may actually recoil from things that are ugly, loud, or unpleasant. For many Libras, vulgarity is an affront. Lib Libras would love the idea of adding edible flowers to garnish a dish as they are all about beauty. Hibiscus, lavender, rose, and elderflower are ones to try. And I want to mention, I I drink hibiscus every single day. Uh, it's a it's one of my skin teas. I actually have nettle with it as well. 
it, it makes you feel amazing inside. It's so good for you. It's really good for your liver and your kidneys and everything. It's really great for your skin because that that um, nettle is what has like a, a huge detoxifying thing. So I was having issues with like little bumps on my face for some reason. Um, I was using like a oil-based um, moisturizer. I don't think it works well for me anymore um, because I kind of have dry skin. So um, I started drinking hibiscus. I make my own herbal teas um, and it's been working like crazy. So I think um, anyone who's having that issue, of course, read into it. I, like I said, I, I take um, a herbalism class and everything. So I, I know what I'm doing. Um, so just do your own research because everybody's not the same. And like I said, I use mine as a guinea pig and it's worked for me so far. So let me continue. They need a satisfying breakfast with harmonious taste and texture, something like an apple crumble with oats, cranberries, and sunflower seeds served with yogurt. Libras do not like extreme and prefer dishes that are neither too spicy nor too bland. <laughs> uh, I love spicy food, so I don't know. Maybe that's just that Leo rising. Uh, Libran looks for a harmonious blend in all things. Eating is an art to them. They are the consummate pictures and their approach to culinary perfection requires that they eat, that, that what they eat be absolutely fresh and also look picture perfect, even if it's just 3 p.m. snack at their desk. A delicate soup, poached fruit, straight from the farm, a plate of their favorite cheeses, or freshly baked. Okay. I got cut off in the last one because my alarm went off. Uh, so <laughs> let me in. I figured out how to add um, the episode. So now this will be a, a game changer because now it'll help me be able to um, add everything in one episode. So yay. <laughs> okay, so where was I? So uh, Libras do not like extreme extreme and prefer dishes that are neither too spicy nor too bland. A Libran looks for a harmonious blend in all things. Eating is an art to them. They are the consummate of pictures and their approach to culinary perfection requires that they that what they eat be absolutely fresh and also look picture perfect. And even if it is just a 3 p.m. snack at their desk, a delicate soup, poached fruit straight from the farm, a plate of their delicate cheeses or freshly baked bread, any of these could be satisfying to a Libra. Yeah, so I know I'm a person of um, fresh uh, food. Uh, I The main places I like to go grocery shopping is, of course, Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, um, Marlene's, which is a health food place here, as well as the Metropolitan Market is another one. Those are all my favorite places to go get my food. I, you know, they're right. I love fresh stuff. Um, it doesn't have to look like all beautiful and cute and perfectly like garnished and shit. Like I'm only into that if it's like, let's say I'm making food for like my friends or family or some shit like that. Like I'm not going to be doing all that just for a damn snack. That's just me though. So I'm not really high maintenance when it comes to stuff like that. Like, I'm, I'm like, really, like I said, I relate a lot to the Libra, but as far as, like, aesthetics and having to be, like, I don't know, like, done up all the time and shit like that and having this perfect thing and everything, it's just not me. I, I don't really care. Like, as far as my space being nice looking, I... I agree with that because I just like to be comfortable in my own space. I don't want it to be like all fucked up and nasty looking and messy. And I think that's just anybody regardless of their star sign. But I just, you know, I'm not going to be doing all that for food. Anyways, for nourishing Zodiac tea infusions. Uh, yeah, these this also has um, a recipe and... You, you know the drill. I don't need to repeat myself. But for Libra, it's a balanced union of white tea, red clover, and rosebuds creates a lovely flavor. It will appeal to Libra's defined sense of harmony as this is a meditative blend. Libra's loves to socialize over a cup of tea served in a beautiful teapot. And yes, I love tea. That's me. <laughs> but yes, I like tea. Uh, I... 
have not tried this blend yet, but I do have a Libra loose leaf tea that I already have that I bought from this magic place that I go to that sells like, you know, like crystals and all that kind of stuff. And they make their own kind of loose leaf teas. I make my own as well, but that was like my first time um, seeing a Libra one. So I was like, ooh, why not try it? And it is, it's quite good. It has like these, like, it's like a strawberry chocolate kind of thing. It's really good. Um, but I will have to make this one and I'll let you guys know, um, how it tastes. So I'll probably have to go to the Marlene's to go get the actual, um, rosebuds and clovers, but I'll let you guys know cause I have yet to try this one yet. Uh, for yoga poses, let's see. For Libra, Libra rules the lumbar spine, kidneys, adrenal glands. Librans are poised and elegant and they seek peace. This pose is cross-legged posture that deepens the experience in meditation by calming the mind, connecting breaths with a balanced, open, and beautiful feeling. So the pose that they gave us is the lotus pose. And you can always Google that or Pinterest it. I usually go on Pinterest to get like... um to get my yoga poses or YouTube is a really great one. I do a lot of YouTube uh, yoga. So there's that one mindful meditations for each sign. And we will go to Libra and it says the balance, the balancing meditation, the balancing meditation for Libras is designed, is designed to connect you to the balance and chakras, a word meaning wheels, the seven energy center distribute, Distributed from the base of your spine to the crown of your head that are often seen as spinning color, colored energy vortexes by experienced meditators in their deepest sessions. The ups and downs of daily life can throw them off their natural course and leave you feeling disharmonious. Our meditation is designed to reestablish harmony. Take a few deep breaths and get comfortable. Then close your eyes and visualize in your mind's eye the number one. Picture it a brilliant shade of red. Oh, I guess we can do this as a meditation thing. So I'll talk in like a more calming voice. And if you want to meditate to this, please feel free. So let's let's restart that. So take a deep breath and get comfortable. Then close your eyes and visualize in your mind's eye the number one. Picture it a brilliant shade of red. Slowly breathe in that fiery red color for a count of six. Hold it for a count of three. And then slowly breathe it out for a count of six. As you pause in between breaths for a count of three, see the number two colored like an orange. Now breathe the orange color in for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold it for a count of three. One, two, three. And breathe it out for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. As you pause between breaths, see the number three as the color yellow. Breathe in for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Hold it in for a count of three. One, two, three. And breathe it out for a count of six. One, two, three, four, five, six. As you pause between breaths, see the number four as green, the color of healing. Slowly breathe it in. Hold it and breathe it out. As you pause between breaths, see the number five as a beautiful sky blue. Slowly breathe it in, hold it, and breathe it, breathe it out. As you pause between breaths, see the number six as a deep indigo. Slowly breathe it in, hold it, and breathe it out. As you pause between breaths, see the number seven as a rich purple. Slowly breathe it in, 
hold it and breathe it out. You have now balanced your energy centers to feel relaxed and rejuvenated. So I hope that was helpful for you guys. Um, you know, each time you breathe in, it was for six seconds. You hold it for three seconds and breathe out six seconds. So um, I hope that was nice. I think I might want to kind of like add that, you know, for, I wish I would have did that for the others. I don't know if I, I just kind of just read through it, but I think that was kind of nice to have a little meditative, you know, thing to do. So during that Libra season, use that meditation, you know, and balance those chakras. They are very important. Okay. Um, next one is breathing affirmations for each sign. <clears throat> Libra, beauty is found in the exchange of love between all beings. And it says... I breathe in the beautiful colors, fragrances, and forms around me. I am filled with the beauty that is my birthright. I breathe out the critic's voice that says things are not perfect. So that's your breathing affirmation if you'd like to use. And I think that's perfect for Libras. And here's beauty tips for each sign. You have an appreciation for all beautifying agents and items. Your appreciation of beauty makes you seek products that will always remain usable, beneficial, and attractive, and that help you appear to be unmarred by wear and tear. Dependability is important to you. You are faithful to your beauty regimen and loyal to your brands. They both must smooth and soothe. When shopping, you have an excellent sense of ethical and material values. The pH level of your skin refers to how acidic or alkaline it is. Try skincare systems that address and balance the pH of your skin. Seems like we deal with a lot of acidic stuff. Healing colors. Libra is like blue, royal blue, and white. All shades of blue will help to make easier communications, whether they are with yourself or others. Blue symbolizes peace and emotional tranquility. It, it, it also inspires mental control. Creativity and clarity, blue has a pacifying effect. It symbolizes the sky, the shielding dome over our heads, and therefore represents boundless potential and opportunities. White is the emblem of innocence and purity and denotes spiritual authority. A simple, a simple spell for blue, whenever you are feeling stressed, put on a piece of blue clothing. Avoid dark or navy blue because the lighter the shade of blue you choose, the more comforted and lighthearted you will feel. Meditating with a blue candle before bedtime promotes restful sleep. Interesting. And then sleep advice. Uh, I don't, it sounds so repetitive, I know, with this book. Because it's always saying, Libras are harmony, justice, harmony, justice, beauty, this, you know. So sorry about that. <laughs> Libras seek harmony, and if they don't get it, there are going to be consequences. So if the day was fraught with disharmony in any way, they might have trouble falling asleep. They need to rise above any and all situations as if they are equal soaring high over the world and see that there is harmony even in the seeming disharmony of everyday life. And in the scheme of things, the problem today are bumps in the road. They benefit by shouting off their senses by one in the same manner of my proven sleep technique shared in Virgo. Libras need a comforter that is beautiful to them. In some way, it has to take their, their breath away every time they see it, or they will get a new one. Something they do more than any other sign. Yeah, so, yeah, get a comforter that you're going to love, you know. Um, I actually just bought a comforter set uh, for our bed for um, my husband and I, and um, it feels amazing. <laughs> And it's nice, and I've been getting amazing sleep, like both of us, so. But that is the end of that wellness. Um, that's pretty much that was left for the Libra wellness. But I also wanted to do our, um, our um, Numis Astro deck, and I want to do a reading for... Um, um, for Libra season with my Oracle cards. Um, I am still just now learning. So I'm going to read what the, what it represents. And then I'm going to give my own interpretation of what it means 
So I'm going to use my own intuition because that's one way I've been trying to, um, you know, get be- like better close, or not better close, but learning how to really listen and harness my intuition. So let's see. And this is the Numinous Astro Deck by Ruby Warrington uh, with Bess Matassa. And let's see what we got for Libra. Okay. Libra, the idealist, keyword, charming, companionable, just, tolerant, tentative, agreeable, relaxed, laid back, reciprocal, wishy-washy, comparing, indirect, and funny. So Libra is a slow prom dance under the stars. The Zodiac's date night dressed in white satin and rose-colored glasses. Libra lifts us toward castles in the sky that are both ever elusive and already realized. Uh, packing a lightsaber to vanquish all traces of the unfair and unjust. The sign of idealism and aspirations is on a perpetual quest for the good, the, the true, and the beautiful. Ultimately, the cultural critic of the cosmos must learn that these are always defined in the eyes of the beholder. As a sign of we and us, and I'm going to cough right there real quick. It says, as a sign of we and us, that's because... Um, the first, um, the first six signs, which are Aries, Gemini, Taurus, I'm sorry, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, um, Cancer, Leo, and Virgo, they're the signs who are of the individual. It's more of the signs of the self, um, how to deal with ourselves, the things we like, everything else is more focused on us, while the last six signs, which kicks off with, of course, Libra, Scorpio, Sagittarius, Capricorn, Aquarius, and Pisces, we are about the other and how we interact with everyone else. You know, we're we're not selfish. We're not focused on us. We're focused on how we interact with the world, our partners, our friends, everyone else. So that's why when it says the sign of we and us, it's we collect, we add everyone in there. We're worried about others and not just ourselves. So Libra is a lifelong learning around the power of partnership, but Libra sees the great divide between the self and others clearly and cleanly. Looking out across the chasm, this sign relates with a pitch-perfect balance between willpower and compromise. Curated collisions are the key to the castle that's well-kept, decorated with the utmost discernment, represented by the only symbol in the zodiac that's an object rather than flesh and blood. Libra can feel more intellectually inspired than physically embodied, being willing to reckon and make peace with the uncouth humanness of others leads Libra from rarefied to the real. Finally, facing up the pungent animal mess of life on earth can liberate Libra from the people-pleasing shoulds and in doing so liberate its own sweet sorrows. Standing at a constant crossroad, Libra's infamous indecisiveness is actually a deep mastery with the process of choice. Libra truly sees both sides and strives to strike the midpoint between the world's contradictions, but between but balance is a dynamic dynamic act. Ultimately, Libra learns we must first reckon with reality in order to begin to change it. It's when we commit to living these dreams together here on earth in black and white and every shade in between that the future looks even brighter. When you pull this card, Libra is ready for you to reclaim your personal power. Any place you ha- you may have been giving it away for free in the name of playing nice, which we all do, this card has <laughs> shown up to remind you that your needs matter and that in, and that issued with charm and tact and with consideration for the feelings of the ones you're asking, people will be falling over to furnish you with your demands. Look in the mirror and practice asking for something you want. Try using different facial expressions and ways of asking, but always say it like you mean it. The Libra card is your reminder that there's always a way to wrangle a win-win, but only when you attack your chips on the table too. Journal prompt, write a contract with the universe, laying out terms for you always getting what you want. So yes, Libras, it's amazing to always worry about other people, but sometimes we need to be a little selfish. Like, take this Libra season seriously, and I know it's almost done, but I hope that you guys were able to take this season and just do a lot of, like, self-care, things that would benefit, you know, like, yourself as well as others, 
It's not all about being selfish. I'm not trying to say, oh, just fuck everyone else and just do you. But sometimes you have to like, I don't want to say fuck everyone else, but sometimes you just have to be like, okay, let's let's just take a day out and, you know, feed feed your soul, nourish your body, you know, pamper yourself, you know, just little things like that. You need that. If you don't do it, it's not, that's not really being balanced. You're, it's almost like being like the Virgo where you're just fucking running yourself raggedy for everyone else's needs and neglecting your own, which we're really good at that. So now I'm going to do the reading for, um, this Libra season and I use the cards and I use multiple Oracle cards. So I'm currently on these new ones called work your light. Um, by Rebecca Campbell. You may hear noise of me shuffling the cards, but we're going to do a, um, they call it, uh, I believe like a Holy Trinity reading. And this is where you just check in the energy with your mind, your body, and your heart. So you draw three, three cards, which I'm still gonna, you know, I'm still mixing them, but I hope everyone's really been enjoying Libra season and just taking care of themselves in general, as well as making sure your family is okay. And that, you know, you've just been taking some time for yourself. So I uh, drew the three cards. And let's see. Um... So I'm going to pull it. The first card represents the head. So your mind, head, you know. The second card represents the body. And the third card represents our heart. So let's see what our, 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 our head says for Libra season. And, ooh, it says play. I love this. After we just got done saying that play, have fun, celebrate, don't be serious. I love that. So let's look this up and then I'm going to give you my own interpretation of that. Uh, let's see. I know it feels, it feels like I do a lot of reading up here, but I just only want to like be accurate with you guys. And, and I try to give my opinion as well. So play. Stop taking life so seriously. Your spirit needs to have some fun. The more you play, the more inspiration will follow. Take some time out to do something without being attached to the outcome. You are being called to rest and play and learn to have more fun. Do something that makes you laugh. The best medicine around, call up a friend that you can be silly with. Take your inner child on a date. The more you switch off your mind, the more room your spirit has to whisper and guide. When when we do things without being attached to the outcome, ideas, clarity, guidance, and solutions have the place to drop in. The left and right hemisphere of the brain can begin talking to each other. Make play a, compuls a compulsory part of your day. Schedule it. Spend more time doing things just because you love to do them, just because they bring you joy and light you up. If you follow what lights you up, you will light up the world without even trying. For when you are lit up, you are in your spirit, and when you are in your spirit, you fall into flow with life. How do you play? What do you do to have fun? What lights you up? If you have been working hard lately, it's time to celebrate. How far have you come? All that you've achieved. Don't rush on to the next thing. Take a moment to throw a party. Go on vacation or have some fun. So this is exactly what it said. You know, like, if you think about it, this whole year, you know, it just has been really hard and everyone's so stressed out. You know, people, they don't have jobs. People are having a hard time with money. You know, they, you know, are trying to take care of their families and everything. But we can't forget the one thing that, you know, life is about, and that's just to enjoy it truly, truly enjoy life. Because if, as you guys know, tomorrow is not promised. It's not promised at all. So you have to live life like it's your last every day. And that means just do something that lights you up. You know, like, like I said, get a hold of a friend that you, you know, you enjoy, you know, go do something that, you know, you've always wanted to do. Go, go take that hike. If you want, you know, go do that you know, spin class that you've always wanted to do, go, you know, try to, you know, I don't know, just enjoy what 
lights you up, you know, have fun with yourself, wear that new crazy dress that you're afraid of, that someone's going to talk to you about, who cares, just enjoy your life, have so much fun, celebrate everything you do with everyone, with yourself, just truly anything that's on your heart that you desire, do it, do it, and you won't regret it, don't worry about it, you know, don't worry about, oh, is someone going to be mad at me or is someone not going to like it? Just don't worry about that kind of stuff. Just do it. Just have fun. Be impulsive for once. So I really like that for Libra season. That was perfect. So the card that is for our body, let's see what the energy of our body needs for this Libra season. And it says, Anna, grandmother of Jesus, seeding the light, laying foundations, a divine plan. Hmm. Interesting. So let's see what this one means. Okay, so Anna, grandmother of Jesus, was an ancient mystic who dedicated her life to laying the foundations for Christ's consciousness to be woven through all of life. She is not widely known, but without her, Christ's consciousness would not be rising as it is today. Anna represents the quiet, the quiet dedication that is sometimes required to live a life of service. She represents the generations that came before that devoted their lives to a dreaming lives to dreaming a new world into being while knowing that they would not see the glorious results. She represents the dutiful soldier, that unconditional mother and the mystic who can see the thread and it is woven through all of life. Anna teaches us that we all have a part to play in the divine plan. It doesn't have to be the be on the world stage to be significant. One person's part is not worthier than another. One person's part may be to mother their children. Another may be to gather women in a circle each month. No part is better or worse, more important or less significant. We each have within us a seed of light that we incarnate to share and is gathering us all to remember and surrender to our part of the plan. So what I'm getting from this card is is just basically you know, getting ready to follow your divine plan, like the plan of your life. Um, So I would take that as take this time to decide what you are, what, you know, you want to do in life, what, you know, lay your foundations, figure out what it's going to take to get there so that you can follow your heart, follow your intuition of where it's leading you and start making the foundation for that. And so like, Let's say if you right now are, you know, like, let's say you're tired of your job or you're, you know, kind of like in that mode of what do I need to do? This is your time to meditate, pray, whatever you have to do and truly be quiet and listen to your intuition. Listen to what your higher self is telling you or is pulling you of what you want to do you know, and lead that, use that to start laying the foundations, laying the plan for what you are meant to do in this life to get to where you are, you know, like passionate and loving with the things you do, what you're meant to do. You know, you're basically, you're, you know, I can't think of the word. I'm having a brain fart, but it's just your, your plan for your life. You know, it's what your destiny pretty much prepare for your destiny of what you're getting ready to do, what your higher self is telling you to do. If, if it's been telling you to find it, you know, get that new job because you're unhappy at the job you're at, that's what you need to do. Start laying those foundations, start looking at, you know, other jobs that, you know, qualify to what's lighting you up, that's making you happy, that's making you feel alive again, you know, start doing that, working on that you know, like, and don't, don't just do it only during Libra season. To me, that it's not only for this season, you know, because, you know, as Libras, we are indecisive. We don't know what we want. So this is our time right now to listen to what we want, but also use that for, you know, your life, your whole life, you know, use continue to pursue that and get, you know, like work toward what you're meant to do in this life, you know, no matter what season it is. So, All right, let's do the third card, which is the energy of our heart for this Libra season. And let's see what that is. And it says the mirror, who or what is triggering you? Interesting. So let's see what's triggering you guys. What is triggering you? Um, All right. 
I can tell you my triggers as I'm looking for this, something that's been triggering me. It's just, I feel like with everything happening, like my time is running out, you know, especially my birthday. Like I'm like, everything is just going so fast and it's like a trigger for me to, I need to get going, do, 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 you know, like I need to do this. I need to do that. I need to do this. And I'm starting to lose focus of, you know, like I said, to play. (laughs) So, um, I need to also be able to play within getting everything right and, you know, and just living life, like, like I said, doing everything I love and connecting with those people, you know, um, during those times and not just focus on work. So let's see what's triggering us, you know. So the filter of our own experience is how we experience life 90% of the time through our own projections when someone reminds us of an unhealed experience we get triggered often it's an unconscious thing people and situations can trigger our mirrors to reflect back to us what we believe to be true about life the universe and ourselves mirrors pointing to our shadow and our light mirrors revealing the parts of us that are yet to be accepted witnessed or loved this card is guiding you to look closely at what experience or people are currently triggering in you and what they would be mirroring you back to, to you. When, when have you felt like this before? Could there they be opportunities to heal something in you or are they shining a light or something that longs to be witnessed in you? This goes for a good and the bad. The good, those who we admire and put on a pedestal. If we do not realize that we are attracted to them because we are like them, we will need to cut them down in order to rise to their level. The bad. Those we despise are envious of and put down. If we do not realize that they trigger something in us, then it is still yet to be healed and we will remain hurt and wounded ourselves. So this card is really important. So I want you guys to ask yourself this season or any season, what's triggering you? Because I'm going to be honest with you, not only that I just said just now, but there was one point um, where um, on Instagram, you know, I was following this girl and I don't know what it was. Like, I'm not like a hateful person, you know, like I, you know, I enjoy, um, I always lift women up and everything and I, you know, but there's just this one girl and even certain ones um, that I were, I was following that I noticed was starting to kind of annoy me because of the shit she would do, like, like, she would just, like, I don't know, flake all the time, flake, make excuses, you know, um, she would say she would do something, then she wouldn't do it, and it would just, it just started to aggravate the living fuck out of me, where I'm just like, oh, like, why does she do this, like, why does this happening, like, and how does she have followers and stuff like that when she just kind of treats them like shit and she just doesn't care. She always lies to them. And I realized why I was getting aggravated, you guys, because it was triggering to me. You know why? Because it reminded me of where I would lack in life and I would do the same shit to myself, not necessarily with other people, but to myself. I would realize I wouldn't show up for myself. I would say, oh, I'm going to work out, wouldn't work out. I would say I'm going to do something, not do it. I would make plans to do this whole thing. Oh, I'll do it later and put it off. And it was reflecting, her her doing that was reflecting what I saw in myself. So it made me upset. So it brought that out to light for me because I had to seriously sit down and be like, why am I feeling this way? And I had to be like, why do I, why is it just her that seems to aggravate me? And now I know why, because, you know, she was like a mirror of myself, of the shadow uh, shadow stuff that I wasn't dealing with. And now I've realized that, you know, you don't have to do things in perfection. And that's kind of how she was. If it wasn't perfect, she wouldn't do it. And that's how I used to be. And so um, with that, with that being said, I did the work, I, you know, meditated, I prayed, I started to do things where instead of just making a whole drastic change, like whole turkey or anything, I would just make small little changes and that was easier for me. Um, but because um, I felt like she was triggering and um, all that stuff, I not only dealt with it, but I also decided to um, un- unfollow her because I don't, I don't like to put myself to be triggered a whole bunch. I actually had to clean up my IG for several people that I noticed were causing me to be triggered. I'm not blaming it on them, but they were just mirroring what I didn't like in myself. Like another one was a fitness girl who seemed to just only be focused on like, 
you know, her aesthetics and don't get me wrong, being healthy is uh, fine, but I don't know. It's kind of more of a, not a healthy way, not like healthy living and just, you know, wanting to just feel healthy. It's just all about, Oh, I got to have my booty looking this way. I got to have my tits and then all this like, you know, and don't get me wrong. Do you plastic surgery and everything? I'm not saying I'm not open to it, but I just felt like she was just trying to change herself for society. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think every woman deals with that. And to me, it just was not healthy for me to watch. I noticed I was starting to feel insecure about myself. Like, how come I don't look like this and all this stuff. And it's okay to admit, you know, like I'm open to admitting like things that trigger me or how I feel. Cause I do, I, I'm not, you know, the most confident person. I have my insecure moments and that was things that were just doing it. And then I realized even I would say that in therapy and then I had talked to my therapist about it. And then, you know, he was like, well, yeah, it's just, you know, I realized it was like, I had told him, I realized it was mirroring me. And he says that it's usually about right. And, you know, I told him that I think I should clean everything out. He said that's best to do that because you don't want to have things that are constantly triggering. You know, you always accept and own it, but don't keep stuff up there that's going to constantly continue to make you feel triggered. So I cleaned a lot of that kind of shit out of my Instagram. And now it's just all peaceful, happy, you know, like um, positive stuff and, you know, like holistic stuff and, you know, people I love and people I enjoy following that make me feel, you know, like good and motivated, you know, cause they, they, they don't put on a persona of this perfect high real life. They show the good, the bad and the ugly. And that's how I want to, you know, that's what I like to be around, like honest, open people, not someone who's trying to make it look like they're, pretty much gone like they just have nothing wrong life is just perfect because that's not how life is and to me I feel like that's why our generation and I'm a millennial that's why I feel like our generation has such high depression and anxiety because you have so many people leading this fake life only showing highlight reels making it look like they have the perfect life where all they do is travel and they have all this money and all this stuff and nothing ever goes wrong and they have the perfect boyfriend and the perfect pet the perfect baby and perfect everything and it's just not natural and it makes people feel like well I must be sucking at life because I don't have this they don't show how it took to get there, you know what I mean, at all, so always be careful when it comes to that, it, you know, it's not real, social media, to me, it's not real, like I said, it's showing a highlight of when someone is, oh, feeling good, looking good, you know, all that stuff, it's not real life, so, um, again, that was important card, so remember, mirror, make sure you focus and work on what's triggering you, own that shit, figure it out, and then work on it, do the shadow work, you know, ask for guidance and everything, meditate, pray, do whatever you have to do with um, however you, you know, deal with things like that, do the work and then remove yourself from it. So that's it for the Libra wellness, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I really, you know, I'm trying to build I don't know how to build a, web- a website and I'm thinking either doing a blog. I did have an IG, but I deleted it. Cause I just felt like, I don't know. I just felt like I, I just felt like it just wasn't really showing me. I don't really know what to do with it. Cause it's not like a personal IG, but I'm trying to figure it out. So please bear with, with me. I've also been kind of thinking about starting a Patreon. Um, it's not going to be any crazy price, but I was thinking that if I started, it'd probably be like at $3 if you want to join. And I'll do like, um, let's say like a extra series that will only be for Patreon, um, payers so that it's, it has something to provide, but it, you know, it's like, it, it kind of helped with like getting everything started and stuff, you know, um, and just, you know, to show my appreciation for being a Patreon. So I'll let you know if I start that or not. And if you guys want to join just at $3 a month, um, that would be really amazing. It will be really helpful for this little, you know, I still want to, I kind of want to make this like a little side business for me because I have so many ideas and, you know, I need to be able to, you know, I would like to get more sponsors and everything to be able to bring you guys a lot more greater things. Um, so 
I love you guys so much. I really appreciate you guys who listen to me ramble. Um, I really love astrology. I love relationships. I just love trying to give people advice and be helpful. And, you know, I'm still starting. I'm still working and learning all this stuff. And, you know, I do it because, you know, I started it out as because, you know, we were on lockdown, we're in quarantine. But now, I, you know, I just kind of like doing it. And I see that a lot of people are tuning in and from all over the world, which is fucking amazing. Like, I love everyone. I truly do. I got to stop because I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry. But I really love you guys. So um, I will be coming back again. And it will be for the Libra man. And this will be about sex and relationships. Because remember, this is also a podcast for not only wellness, astrology, but also relationships and sex. So tune in. And I love you guys so much. Please be safe. Please make sure you play. <laughs> you know, have fun, do things you've always loved, you know, make sure you're setting your foundations for your divine plan for your life, and make sure you're looking in that mirror, you know, like, meditate, figure out what's triggering you, work that out, own it, and, you know, move on from it, that's all we can do, forgive yourself for it, or whatever, love you guys, see you later, or talk to you later, rather. (laughs)